0: Hello, I'm Amy.
1: And I'm Brandon, and you're listening to the, the ears, ears and, and Beers, Beers podcast. podcast.
0: Come on in and grab a beer.
1: Put on your mini ears, and let's, let's talk, talk Disney. Disney. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Ears and Beers podcast.
0: I'm your hostess with the mostess, Amy. And I'm just the
1: regular host, Brandon.
0: Let's watch a Disney Channel movie.
1: Oh, man. Well, today is all about decomps. And originally, our podcast was going to be a podcast that reviewed Disney Channel original movies, but we veered away from that.
0: Yeah, we just wanted to be free to uh, discuss more about Disney culture in general and, um, you know, talk about the happenings, the the, um, news and such. So, anyway, we're very excited uh, that we kind of changed our course a little bit. It was going to tentatively be called Stuck in the Suburbs.
1: Uh, But... Disney Channel original movie is near and dear to the hearts of many people in the world.
0: Especially around our generation. Um, they really kind of hit their stride around the time you and I were children. Uh, you and I remember slightly different movies so because I am two years older than you.
1: You power. Are, in fact, yes.
0: So decoms to me were like a huge deal because I know I watched a couple movies with my parents, but it was also the first time I had a TV in my bedroom as a child, and so I felt very um, adult and grown up being able to like watch my own TV. And so decoms were always something that I had going um, as a child.
1: I agree. That that's a lot. How mine was as well. Um, I actually posted a status on Facebook. About DCOMs. I wanted to get everyone's favorite Disney Channel original movies so that we can kind of go over those honorable mentions here in the beginning of the podcast before we dive into the deep nostalgia that we all know and love. So, the first one is from our friend Lewis, and it is Halloween Town. That is a classic. I have seen Halloween Town throughout this comment section on the status that I posted. I mean, I love Marnie. I love Halloween Town. I wanted to be a warlock when I was watching that movie. I mean, it was great.
0: Um, I rewatched that one recently with a friend, and she said, Amy, I think you are Marnie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little true. I'm a little spoopy and, and weird, um, but not witchy. Uh so anyway another honorable mention that we had from lewis as well i have to i have to tell on him because this is hilarious he goes uh the one in the movie theater that was like phantom of the opera which is phantom of the megaplex so he was so close so
1: close. such a good movie both of those i actually halloween Town. i definitely watch every single halloween uh-huh. i want to throw in phantom of the megaplex going forward because it is kind of like spoopy but also like has that great ending you know, I'm not going to spoil it if you haven't seen it, but it's really good. Cross uh, said Smart House.
0: Which we watched again recently, and I don't think it held up as well as some of the other ones have. Brandon, I think, fell asleep during it, to be honest.
1: I did. I did fall asleep. But, you know, like it, it,
0: it's a classic movie, and I know a lot of us were like so stoked and wanted a Smart House so badly, and... You know, I mean, heck, I'd be really happy if something would vacuum our pet hair away.
1: Uh, absolutely. Three dogs, and they all shed. So, my friend Josh said brink. That is a classic hmm.
0: movie. Eric Von detten like, I mean, he was the breakout star of that show. He, um, He's that guy that, like, everybody wanted to be friends with. And remember the... the um, the what was it called the nemesis val Val. oh my gosh that guy i just remember my like little 10 year old fist clenching and trying to punch that guy right in the face like how dare you eric von detten is a national treasure
1: well when i saw the movie i thought his name was vowel and i was like what a stupid name
0: it's val like val right
1: yeah i thought it was you know like a vowel
0: i mean yeah we were A E I O U.
1: It's oh man anyway uh another one person said 13th year That's classic. and the basketball one with the leprechauns which is
0: luck of the irish
1: good movie love luck of the irish it's just it's it's a classic feel good decom that you can just rewatch over and over again
0: right and you're uh, kind of trash for all things irish to begin with anyway
1: i mean you're not wrong J bar my friend J-Bar says Johnny Tsunami.
0: Which again is a classic one. I remember like, I mean, it was so so hype for me. Like I wanted to learn how to surf immediately after watching that.
1: Oh, absolutely. I want to go to Hawaii and just be able to say bra all the time.
0: I don't know why, but I was like terrified of snowboarding and I still kind of am. But uh, I wanted to learn to surf.
1: I have definitely face, plant, well, face planted while snowboarding before. Still love it though. I'm absolutely garbage at it.
0: Yeah, I, I can barely ski.
1: I actually rewatched Johnny Tsunami last night. Well, how was it? Wa- uh, it held up.
0: Okay, I was watching another Disney franchise, which is The Bachelorette, because ABC owns or uh, Disney owns ABC. ABC makes The Bachelorette, so Hannah's a Disney princess.
1: Well, I don't know what to say about that. Um,
0: Logic's on fleek.
1: Oh, how could we forget this one? I'm surprised that it's this far down the list. Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century.
0: Uh boom, boom! my heart go wait no zoom 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 zoom, zoom, made my heart heart go go, boom boom boom. boom. my supernova girl i loved protozoa
1: i also loved protozoa
0: if there was a protozoa concert i would pay for us to go right now
1: oh absolutely and if it was in space i would find a way for us to go
0: i think richard branson did that for us spacex and all that stuff
1: yeah elon elon who was richard
0: branson he's the virgin guy right yeah virgin like mobile (laughs) virgin mobile
1: guy okay yeah Uh, obviously high school musical
0: yeah that one i was honestly a little too old to be watching i was a senior in high school when that came out but i definitely watched it and i definitely sang it and i was all about it
1: what is your uh, most memorable high school musical song uh i don't I, i don't know we're all in this together
0: i mean like there's that one um I don't know there's that one in, in high school musical 2 Where um he's Dancing push it to the limit or whatever push Yeah, it, Push, push it, it to the Limit
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Limit.
0: Yeah. For some reason like I was now in college At that point and again really lame Uh was like this is my song they, Troy Bolton gets me I don't know what I was in it upset about At that point in my life because Most of my life was really easy in college I didn't know I didn't know
1: well, yeah, know, that's Disney for you. They make it relatable to everybody, no matter your walk of life. Um, another comment we have is... Smart House, which we already discussed. and Now it's starting to repeat. Uh, obviously, Halloween Town, Xenon, those are the ones that are the most... Oh, we have Twitches.
0: I don't think I've seen Twitches.
1: Oh, I forgot about Twitches. Tia and Tamara.
0: I do love the Maori sisters.
1: So good. I actually enjoy Twitches a lot. I'm... Uh, trash for all things witchy um color friendship
0: yeah so i remember this is one of the movies that i did watch with my mom um you know it's about apartheid in south africa and so it talks about like racial relations and my mom is super like into that kind of stuff and so i remember her watching that with me and being like I, she had talking points after the movie in case I had questions. I didn't. I was just like, "Why can't we all get along?" That's cool. And she's like, "Okay, I'm done here. Bye."
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I have not seen that movie, so that is one we will need to put on the list to watch.
0: It, you got to be in the right mindset for that one. It's it's definitely not like a fun one. I mean, that in like a uh, Miracle in Lane Two, Miracle in Lane Two. Not nobody mentioned. Um, but that one was like another one that was kind of like a little heavier. It's got Frankie Munez in it and he's handicapped and he wants to do like derby races and he has like a terrible accident. It, it like really haunted me as a child and young adult. Like I just remember thinking like, oh my gosh, Frankie Muniz's frail body just laid out on the street.
1: No, not Frankie.
0: Not Frankie. No.
1: Uh, but there are so many other ones to discuss for example Wendy Woo, homecoming warrior so good
0: I have never seen that
1: that is a good one pixel perfect
0: I've never seen
1: that <laughs> get a clue I have never seen that cheetah girls
0: I have seen that I really wanted to be in a girl band after that. Because, I mean, who didn't? Because it was all, like, girl empowerment. And it was really the first uh, DCOM that was, like, truly musical that kind of broke out like that. And so, you know, it introduced us to Raven in a whole new light as well. And then that other girl who's now on the thing.
1: Yeah. I'm not a raven Simone fan, but I do like that movie. Um, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire.
0: I liked that one a lot. That one was uh, very fun.
1: And we have one of my all-time favorite DCOMs ever made. Ever, and that is now you see it,
0: and I haven't seen it.
1: <laughs> that was really good, but <laughs> we do need to sit down and watch that because that is a magician film. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And in growing up, I was obsessed with magic, so I would always do the Scholastic uh, kit that they would mail you every single month that you paid for subscription service. And mine was like magician, magic tricks, stuff like that. And so I was obsessed with this movie because it really shoved me in the direction of pursue your dreams to become a professional magician.
0: And did you become a professional magician?
1: No, I did not. Yeah, because you grew up. Magic will always be dear to my heart. Um, but decoms, you know, they there's something that we can reminisce on and just feel that warm, fuzzy feeling.
0: You left off motocross, which is one of my favorites. Uh I love that decom so much. Also, uh Cadet Kelly was not on this list and I'm here for Cadet Kelly. So
1: Cadet Kelly is really good.
0: Yeah, uh Chrissy Carson Romano in that movie, I mean she was such a rigid lady and she ended up being so sweet in the end. You know, it just was one of those that it, it really took me by surprise as a child.
1: Um Okay, so if you had to narrow it down, mm-hmm. I'll give you two. 2d that meant the most to you what are they think quick
0: motocrossed and johnny tsunami
1: okay mine are now you see it and johnny tsunami
0: well johnny's just coming up a winner today
1: i was originally gonna say xenon but johnny after watching it last night i mean it's, it's really just so dear to my heart
0: I think Brink also would be a very close third for me because it's just the one that I think I'll probably watch the most, and I remember thinking, like, this teaches me never to give up.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree. I also learned to never give up, pursue dreams, and don't put up a bullies.
0: This is a bully-free zone in this household.
1: And in the zone of decoms. Disney has really always been ahead of its time, let's just admit it.
0: I mean, of course, like they definitely wanted you to take away um, some sort of moral of every story. And I mean, they're not after school specials. They're not like beating you over the head with it. But like, you know, you walk away feeling good. Like they're typically empowering movies.
1: Absolutely. And you can find them all on iTunes. Now, something to be aware of. And this hasn't been confirmed. I'm going to assume, though, because it is a Disney property. Disney Plus is coming out in November. And it is $7 a month. It is Disney's exclusive streaming service every Disney movie is going to be on this service TV shows as well I'm assuming every Disney Channel original movie will be on this service so prepare for November that is the month of DCOMS and I'm going to stake that claim right now in the month of November you and I will be watching tons of DCOMS
0: and eating turkey
1: and eating turkey but more importantly... D-com. Hello guys and welcome back.
0: Hey everybody, how's it going?
1: So for the second half of this episode, we're going to be talking about surprising decom fun facts. Stuff that <laughs> we didn't necessarily know. So we pulled this up on ironically17.com.
0: Literally my childhood.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Something I've never read, but we're going to pull this list and we're going to go into some cool facts. And and maybe we don't know a lot of this. You may not know a lot of this. I think it'll be fun for both of us to discover it. So
0: 17 says even diehard fans don't know it. So I'm going to say that this is pretty, pretty intense. Intense.
1: So in Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, when the, the villain, Cal, the first spell that he says is completely improvised. Really? So there was no script for that. He completely made it up as he went, and they kept it in the original film.
0: So there's a gif of this, and I remember that scene very vividly based on that gif, and he w- it was pretty scary. Apparently, um, he pulled out a German song from his choir days and used that, so he kind of had something in his back pocket that made it a little bit easier. But, you know, oh my gosh, okay, and... The next one is Cal was almost played by the dude from Supernatural, Jared Padalecki. Padalecki. There we go.
1: He plays Sam in Supernatural.
0: He was also wasn't he on um, Gilmore Girls? Uh,
1: yes, I believe so. Yeah. 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 But I'm kind of glad he wasn't because then I wouldn't I wouldn't really be able to respect Sam Winchester for Sam Winchester. Yeah. I would also view him as Cal from Halloween Town too. So. Uh, that's a that's a pretty cool, pretty cool thing. I think one of the coolest ones that I saw was, The Luck of the Irish, and Halloween Town High shared a school. They both did like some interior shots, and they both did it at Juan Diego Catholic High School in Utah.
0: So yeah, it's like especially that staircase you can see in both movies that they use the same staircase. Um, that is just wild to me that it was filmed at the same location on the interior at least.
1: Yeah. I think that's actually really cool. But that's another fun fact. I I remember those staircases a lot.
0: Um, Something that, if you heard earlier, I said Cadet Kelly's one of my favorites, and this was kind of wild. Chrissy Carlson, Romano, and Hilary Duff never met each other prior to filming Cadet Kelly, which is kind of wild because they were both, like, massive Disney stars at the time and had been in several DCOMs and other series. Um, You know, Chrissy Carlson, Romano, was also on Even Stevens, and Hilary Duff was on... um, oh my gosh I forgot what it's called Lizzie McGuire and so they both were on Disney Channel shows and they were super popular but never met each other until that film so that's kind of wild
1: that is actually pretty crazy though the Sweet Life movie for example was the only time the franchise filmed on an actual boat uh the others were just created backdrops for the show which I thought was pretty was actually really cool
0: the SS Tipton
1: yeah the SS Tipton and then uh, if you've ever seen the Even Stevens movie, which is something that I love, uh, Coach Tugnut, he was actually almost knocked out by the prank done by Lewis and Beans.
0: Which looks like spaghetti yeah. on his head.
1: It actually almost knocked him out. The, it, they dumped spaghetti onto his head, but it was so heavy that he almost blacked out from like the blow to his head.
0: Apparently he said he saw stars from the hit.
1: And then if you know, like, remember, so obviously Ryan Merriman is, like, famous in DECOM history, Luck of the Irish, Smart House. The dance moves he does in Smart House, like, in the house party, Uh he is told by his wife to recreate that all the time.
0: I mean, okay, so he was my Disney DECOM crush i i remember him dancing to slam dunk Defunk, and i had to download it like well i, mean, I didn't download it i had to buy the cd like i made my parents drive 30 minutes to like the nearest cd store and get a cd of that had that song on it because i was so obsessed and i remember thinking like i'm gonna marry this guy i want to grow up and you were not him so darn it
1: i know what i mean hey i upgraded um, another fun fact about dcoms the first dcom ever made was in 1997 that's northern lights with
0: Diane Keaton,
1: which is actually pretty awesome.
0: Have you seen that one,
1: Northern Lights? No, yeah. never seen it. But I love Diane Keaton.
0: Also, to say that the '97 movie was the first ever decom is actually contested. I just want to say I'm on Wikipedia right now, and um, it's actually not listed in disney's like their actual recap of 100 original movies that celebrated like that went on air in 2016 and disney considers 1997's under wraps to be the first dcom movie but before they had dcoms they actually had um, what were called disney channel premiere films and those started back in 1983 and then lasted until the middle of 1997. just a little tidbit on, on disney history for you
1: and fun fact about Smart House, again, is the director is none other than LeVar Burton.
0: Isn't that Reading Rainbow Guy? It is Reading Rainbow Guy. I can see twice as high. No, that's not how that goes.
1: That's not how that goes.
0: <laughs> Xenon was actually supposed to be a TV series, but it didn't get picked up or ready to um, for syndication, so they ended up making it into just a TV. You, could you imagine if Xenon was actually like a series, though? Like How long? Much longer it would be. That would be awesome.
1: That would be really awesome. Oh my
0: gosh. Motocrossed. Motocross. Motocross is one of my favorites and it was actually based on 12th night by Shakespeare. Oh, I did not pick up on that as a child. Okay. Cool.
1: Yeah. And Hillary Duff uh, during cadet Kelly. She was actually made into an honorary cadet sergeant during the production, which is actually pretty cool.
0: I wonder who bestowed that upon her though.
1: That's a good question. I don't know. So fun fact about get a clue. The band name was originally Prozac, but Disney changed that to Simon and Milo in order to disassociate it from drugs.
0: To be fair, though, they did spell the band name P-R-O-Z-Z-A-K, which is not how you spell the antidepressant.
1: But I thought that was actually pretty cool.
0: I thought so, too. Here's another good clue fact. Before that, she had already... Lindsay Lohan, of course, Lilo, we all know. um, She had already been in the parent trap, life-size, get a clue... Freaky Friday and Herbie Fully Loaded. So she's been in so many decoms, but she's not okay.
1: That's before the derailing.
0: Whitney Houston was one of the producers of Cheetah Girls, and that is the most rad thing I've read all piece. day. What a queen. Whitney. Whitney come back to us
1: truly what a queen though but kim possible was actually the first animated D C O M.
0: that's kind of wild i still haven't seen the remake we need to watch that that came Mm -hmm. out later this year okay so Annalise fenderpole was originally supposed to be the voice of kim possible uh but instead she was chelsea on that so raven
1: which probably ended up better kind of suiting her like i think she probably made more fame from that role as chelsea than she would have as kim possible
0: yeah because her face is more visible she's not a cartoon
1: (laughs) yeah it's true and actually so for twitches which is one of my favorites tia was supposed to play cameron but tamara was supposed to play alex and then they ended up switching the roles last minute but i mean it's a pretty cool fact to know
0: so apparently for high school musical uh the wildcats were actually supposed to be leopards and that's (laughs) just not as good to rhyme with leopards i can't think of anything that rhymes with leopard
1: and do we actually ever know what happened to corbin blue
0: is he all right? Can somebody check on him?
1: Corbin, if you're listening, please reach out to us. And Matthew Underwood, he played Logan in Zoe 101, was offered the role of Troy Bolton in High School Musical, but he was actually not contractually allowed to work for Disney and Nickelodeon at the same time. So he had to turn on the High School Musical role. That must suck.
0: He's way hotter than Zach Efron. Like, he could have been more popular, because Zach Efron's still pretty popular, but this guy, like, he I think he chose wrong. Yeah,
1: yeah yeah well in and, and high school musical has a lot of fun facts for example
0: lucas grable and actually titill actually didn't really like each other in the first high school musical because he thought she was exactly like sharpay which i mean like i've heard that she was not always pleasant to work with
1: i've never liked her yeah i just feel like she's actually rude and i could be completely wrong i've never met her but
0: i mean like she's always on those, those like horror stories about celebrities and i mean like i know that those should be always taken with a grain of salt so i don't really like put a whole lot of stock in it but i'm just saying he he thought that so they didn't get along that's all i'm saying
1: camp rock i mean obviously we have demi lovato mm-hmm. she auditioned for both camp rock and sunny with a chance on the same day and got both parts
0: man demi was just so talented i mean she still is i just i'm so glad she's better now
1: yeah, and, and it's kind of like the twitchest thing. You know, when, when you have the movie uh, Princess Protection Program, Demi was originally cast in Selena's role and then vice versa, then but they ended switched. up switching.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, And they actually were best friends during this filming and everything. Yeah,
0: and they were like, I mean, they were Disney royalty back then. Like, they were truly, like, the most popular of their time. So, decomps are super personal to us. I think it's something that, I mean, it really is just a huge part of our lives. And, um... I think we're really looking forward to trying to rewatch a lot of them in the future when Disney Plus comes out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that 2020 is going to be the year of revisiting all of our favorite DCOMs. Um, And I mean, traditional Disney movies as well. And we'll definitely do some DCOM specific reviews on this podcast in the future. Uh, Absolutely. But we just wanted to have a little bit of an episode to kind of reminisce with you and share some fun facts and go back over some of our favorite moments with Disney Channel original movies. We're going to hear a word from our sponsor, and after that we're going to talk about the new Pixar trailer,
0: Onward.
1: Onward, which is featuring Tom Holland aka Spider-Man, Spidey, and the one and only Chris Pratt. Pratt. So, very excited to discuss that.
0: Stay tuned for our opinions and thoughts and feels.
1: Absolutely, and we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Florabound Designs is your go to for all Disney themed headpieces. They specialize in floral crowns, wired, and traditional ears. You can check them out on Etsy. They also have a Facebook and Instagram. It's going to be perfect for your trips to Disney, family trips, or even solo trips. All the links will be in the show notes below. Check them out. And thank you so much, Florabound, for sponsoring this podcast. Hello, and welcome back
0: gonna talk about um the pixar trailer onward um what are your thoughts babe
1: so let's break this down uh-huh. we started the trailer and it looked really great at first you have mermaids you have this magical landscape with beautiful animation done by none other than pixar then you see this jet like commercial airline start passing the screen and at that point it's kind of like okay what's going on
0: right i'm already out uh, i just am not interested in this one i'll be honest
1: and i'm the kind of counterpoint to that because i'm very interested i love like fantasy themed
0: no i don't like it
1: i love fantasy themed things the fact that it's kind of got a modern twist is new that it's completely new
0: yeah but i also feel like and I'm, i will probably hit this point again i feel like this is something that dreamworks could have just as easily made like i don't think it has that usual pixar twist that i've come to like a i don't know i just want pixar to give me like the the life of a robot in space cleaning up after fat people and i don't know i just that's the the disney pixar that i want i'm sorry
1: so wally
0: wally like give me wally give me up they they
1: gave you all of those
0: i know so like stay in your lane stay in your lane I focus think that, on like the unusual twists of stories and I guess that this has it a little bit but I don't know I just I really feel like this is like the Bigfoot movie that DreamWorks or uh, Miramax or whoever it made and I don't know I'm just I, I'm already disinterested and it's 28 seconds into the trailer
1: well the thing also is number one this is a teaser trailer number two this is not the movie so what's to say that Pixar is not going to give you a twist
0: I mean, they're going to have to give me a heck of a twist for me to be interested. I'm just really grateful that movie tickets are $3 in our city.
1: I'm cutting that. The difference being, this is Disney that's making it, not DreamWorks. So I think it's going to be a quality movie. I think it's going to be a lot different than what we've come to expect. But it also has Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, which is really, that's a good uh, image for the film.
0: Yeah, but like again, DreamWorks has to use big name actors And they use bigger name actors than Pixar does Because they're having to headline something that's not as good a quality I'm just saying that the markers are there for it not to be the best Pixar film
1: We'll see I mean, I'm going to see it
0: I, I will too, begrudgingly
1: And uh, I think that's going to end up great being great I think what we're going to do is Once we end up seeing the film We're going to do a uh, little tidbit in whatever episode we're recording at the time That way you can eat your words
0: I mean i want to be wrongly i want it to be great but right now i'm just completely disinterested and i, I it'll take a lot for me to turn around on that um.
1: yeah and, and we don't know how far out this this movie is because it says cometh soon and this is a teaser trailer so we could be looking at anywhere from three months to a year i have hope it's in my realm of things that i love fantasy disney pixar animation it's beautiful and chris Pratt. onward in this last segment of the podcast we're going to discuss the direction that we're headed
0: we are after this show going to switch to a bi-weekly schedule so we'll be um posting once every two weeks as opposed to once a week and this is just you know we have a wedding and we have other things going on in our life so um once a week it's just not sustainable and to have quality so um hope you guys understand that
1: Yeah, absolutely. And also, we're going to be purchasing a camera uh, coming soon to start doing a video recording of our podcasts as well as the audio. So we'll be posting the audio like we normally do, and then we're also starting a YouTube channel and posting the video version of our podcast there as well. So with video editing and audio editing, doing it every two weeks is going to be a lot easier for us to manage with full-time jobs uh, to be able to consistently upload content. So that's a big change. We're very excited about the future. But that's what's something we wanted to share with you guys. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast every single week. We really appreciate the people that share this, listen to this, and enjoy this content. Please give us your feedback so we can continue to improve in the future. And thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.